listening to The Terrific Teacherpreneur, a podcast for teachers looking to grow a successful online business. Your host, Alex, was able to transform her Teachers Pay Teachers store from a small side hustle into a profitable full-time business. She now helps other teachers do the same. Listen along for actionable tips and helpful wisdom about business and marketing as a teacherpreneur. Here's your host, Alex. Hello and welcome to the Terrific Teacherpreneur podcast. Now, I know that I often find myself saying this. I say, hey, I'm going to try and keep this episode short and sweet. And then it never actually ends up being short and sweet. I tend to ramble on for like 20 minutes. But this time I promise I actually am going to do a quick episode. It's like a bite-sized episode where I really just want to dive into two things about Pinterest. So in this episode, I really want to touch on basically the things that never go out of style when it comes to Pinterest, the things that will always be relevant. Because here's the thing. With Pinterest, it is constantly evolving and changing. And if you've been a user of it or if you've been a seller that, you know, sells on Pinterest and markets on there, it's actually like insanely stressful sometimes the way that, you know, the platform seems to come out with all these things it wants from you. Idea pins, video pins, this and that. There's all these changes about how many times you should pin and where and when, like all the logistics. It's kind of sometimes a bit overwhelming. It's actually why I created a Pinterest course, because I know that some people just kept kind of coming to me saying, I find it so overwhelming, Pinterest, like, how do you do it? So that was my motivation. But yeah, Pinterest can be really tricky. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to pretend that any marketing platform is easy. But a lot of the time with Pinterest, there are these kind of trendy things that come and go, these things that change, you know, best practices, you know, from one year to the next can be different. But there are truly some things that never change when it comes to Pinterest. They are tried and tested, like true things that will always be relevant. And that's what I want to talk about today. So that whether you're listening to this in 2023 or another year in the future or whatever, you don't have to worry about whether what I'm saying now applies because it will, because it's just the absolute basics of Pinterest that are always going to matter. It doesn't matter what you know, the strategies are that are changing. One minute, you know, you should be pinning this many times. One minute, you should be pinning that many times. Like all those things come and go and change. But these two things don't seem to change. These things always stay the same. First up, it is the visuals of your pin. The way that your pin looks, like the design of your image, basically. And I say image because like I said, video pins, idea pins, all these trendy things to kind of come and go. But originally, pictures were what Pinterest was all about and pictures still are on Pinterest. So images, you just basically need to have a good image. Like that is as simple as it is. I'm obviously going to elaborate on that a little bit, but that's pretty much my tip. If you want to succeed at Pinterest, all that other stuff doesn't really matter. All those trendy things, all the new things they come out with, all the new expectations. The one thing that will always make an impact, the one thing that will always matter is whether you have a good picture. Like it's literally that simple because Pinterest was designed to be this visual discovery search engine thing. It was kind of like a board where you were pinning ideas. It's not about writing. It's not blogging or email. It's not about text. It's all about visuals. It's like, hey, here is a pretty picture. Do you like it? Yeah, I'm going to save that for later as a good idea. You know, when you're looking outside of the TPT niche, a lot of the things that you see on Pinterest are beautiful, you know, these gorgeous recipe links that are like these beautiful pictures of like a cake or whatever. And like, you know, lovely stylized homes and gorgeous outfits and stuff for babies. I don't know, like there's there's random stuff on there, but it's like fashion and clothes and food and fun and all that kind of stuff. You can go on there and be like, you know, toddler birthday ideas and you'll just get all these like gorgeous photos come up with all of these toddler birthday ideas. At the end of the day, 
having an attractive image is what Pinterest is all about. And it was like that in 2015 and it's like that now in 2023. If you don't have good visuals, you are never going to succeed on Pinterest. That is the real reality and harsh truth. No matter how many times you pin and what boards you pin them to, we could do all of the right stuff when it comes to strategy and you could be trying new features and all these different things. But if you, I guess if you basically create kind of ugly pins, that sounds harsh, but it's true. Your Pinterest is just never going to take off because it really just comes back to the basics of it being pretty, a pretty picture. Anyway, I want to dive a little bit more into that so you kind of get what I'm saying. It has to be a pretty picture, but okay, Alex, well, what, you know, tell me more here. How do I make a nice picture pin for Pinterest if I'm a seller? Really, I think you've got two options. You've got product photography and you've got mock-ups. Now, the reason I will say, you know, you've got the two options when I really think there's only one is because I'm trying to be, you know, sympathetic here that not everyone is into product photography. If you don't have the interest or the means to take photos of your resources, mock-ups are a fantastic alternative and you can throw screenshots onto these gorgeous little flat lay pictures and videos and things. They work and they will do. And if that's like your only option, totally you can use mock-ups. That's fine. My main things, I really think product photography is the way to go. Taking a gorgeous photo of your resource in action is the way to go. Obviously, there are other options. You might somehow layer some screenshots and put bits of clip art and stuff. But I just think at the end of the day, a photo, you know, picture says a thousand words. A photo is probably always going to perform better than a bunch of screenshots. The other thing you might do on Pinterest, of course, is use stock photos. You know, there's like photos of adults and children and generic kind of photos you can put on. If you teach science or something, it would be like beakers and little, you know, science experiments and things. That's fine. You will sometimes, you know, use stock photos on Pinterest. That shouldn't be your whole strategy because I think if you're just having a basically a page full of stock photos, it's not always going to do that well for you. You want photos of your products, like teachers and your buyers, they just want to visualize your resource in their lives, in their classroom. They want to be like, wow, look at this really amazing, you know, set of worksheets or these crafts or these activities. Like how engaging and fun that is. I can I can visualize that in my classroom on Monday morning. It's very hard for them to do that if you don't have a, you know, really essentially a gorgeous photo of it. And this tip totally applies to TPT too. I think this is so relevant to TPT. But yeah, having a gorgeous photo of what you do, that will never change on Pinterest. And hands down, I could create like two brand new Pinterest accounts tomorrow, right? And I could have on one account a bunch of gorgeous pins, like beautiful photos. And I could do a terrible job with everything else. Like I don't really pin enough and I don't really pin to the right amount of boards or whatever. And I could have another account where I do everything right. And I have all the exact number of boards I'm supposed to have. And I pin the exact number of times I should pin. And I have all this other stuff going on that's like Pinterest best practices. But if I have ugly pins on that account, that account is never going to do well. And that other account where I make a little effort in, in terms of strategy, the one that has the beautiful photos, that is the one that's probably going to take off. That's the one that a few years from now down the line is going to be the one that's a profitable account because users are going to scroll by, they're going to see those beautiful pins and they're just going to want to save them and click on them and follow the links to them. That's just undeniable. So you really do have to prioritize the important stuff when it comes to Pinterest. And that is just making visual images that are attractive, appealing on the eye, bright, colorful, you know, well lit, you know, well edited photos, nice white, crisp backdrops, things like that, popping colors, vibrant pops of colored paper in the background, stationary props sprinkled around, coloring in your resources really like bright and colorful, just making them beautiful because it, you know, that's it. That's the way to do it. And if you can do it, the more in action, the better. You know, if you've got things that are like centers and activities and there's dice and there's things to make it look like it's in a classroom, like 
that's irresistible to a teacher who is scrolling through Pinterest for ideas because they want something that looks nice. So that's tip number one. Very broad, very generic, make pretty pictures, but it honestly is the truth. You need to focus on that. And the reason I say that, you know, why am I giving you this kind of generic tip is because it's so easy to get sidetracked with worrying about all that other stuff when it comes to strategy and putting your energy into something that doesn't have as much impact as literally taking a pretty photo. So yeah, there we go. That's tip number one. And tip number two, the next and final thing that really truly matters when it comes to Pinterest is your SEO. Now, the reason I put this as tip number two is because it isn't the most important thing. Like I mentioned in my earlier example, you know, if you don't have a nice picture, a nice visual, I don't think the SEO is going to save you. Like you could kind of rank kind of well, but if people are just going to scroll past an ugly picture. So that is why picture comes first then SEO second. But SEO is up there is really important, more important, I think, than all that strategy and stuff. You just essentially need to be using keywords on Pinterest whether that's in your bio, in the title of your pins, in your board descriptions, your board titles, and your pin descriptions, like everywhere you can write something, you need to be thinking about keywords, nice long tail keywords, niche and specific, not too saturated. But at the end of the day, it is an algorithm on Pinterest. And of course, having a nice pretty photo is great. But if you never put a title or description on it, it'd be pretty hard for Pinterest to figure out what your pin is. And so it's not going to rank it very well. Whereas if you know you title it and you put a description that's really keyword rich, I think that's going to help you perform better on Pinterest. So when someone searches Christmas math centers, you know, you come up because you've titled it Christmas math centers. So keywords, definitely the other thing. I'm not going to dive too much into this. Like I said, I'm going to actually try and keep this episode brief, but really just making an effort to actually write a decent size description on your pin and to throw in keywords that are teacher or a buyer would actually search. You imagine them sitting on their phone, scrolling through Pinterest, typing in things like whatever they're teaching next, you know, the product type and the theme and the season and the subject area, all that kind of stuff. Like, you know, that they're going to be searching fraction games or whatever, putting all those keywords in so that your pin can show up when they search for it. You've got to help Pinterest out. Pinterest is like, it's a really clever algorithm, but it can't work miracles. You don't tell the algorithm what your pin is about. It's going to be very hard for you to rank and for people to therefore see it. And, and these two things go really hand in hand. The SEO helps you sort of rank on Pinterest so that people can find your pin because you've titled it and written a description well. And then once you're ranking, you need a pretty picture, like I've been saying, so that people actually are tempted to click on it and zoom in and look at it and not just scroll past. So these two things go hand in hand. It's the same on TPT. You need SEO on your TPT resources and you need gorgeous photos on your listings. And if you don't have one and you don't have the other, like it's pretty tricky. So those are the two things. Super simple. Make pretty pictures. Use lots of keywords. That will truly help if you are struggling with Pinterest. You might be listening and thinking, well, I've already doing those things or those things are really obvious tips, Alex. But if you're honest with yourself, really, really honest and you go look, especially the older content you created when you first started. I know I have been guilty of this are your pins actually that appealing? Have you actually got a lot of keywords in your description? Possibly, probably not. And, you know, if I'm honest, sometimes I look at my pins that aren't performing very well and it's like, well, actually not that pretty. Some of the ones that do well are really appealing. I can kind of see why teachers are being drawn to it. Some of the ones I've had go viral are nearly always very good pins. The ones I've done a good job on, if I'm being honest. So yeah, the visuals are pretty dang important. Those are my two tips for you today. I highly recommend if you are someone that uses Pinterest, making the effort to focus on those two areas and not fuss about everything else too much. 
If you really want to learn more about Pinterest, I will put a link in the show notes. I have a Pinterest course called Terrific Pinning. It covers everything you need to know about Pinterest so that you can learn all the ins and outs of creating pins and writing descriptions and all the stuff in between. Because Pinterest, like I said at the beginning, can be a bit overwhelming and sometimes it's really nice to have someone take you step by step through it. So I'll put a link in the show notes for that. Be sure to check it out. It's better than just sort of fumbling around in the dark and getting things wrong because that's what happens often with Pinterest. If you just don't know what you're doing, you don't know what you don't know, you can make a bit of a mess of it. And I, you know, I hear people saying, Pinterest just doesn't work for me. I've been giving it a try for a few months or a year and it's not working. And I look at their account and I'm really not surprised because they tend to be doing a lot of things wrong. So it's a finicky platform at times, if I'm honest. So you want to be doing it right from day one. So be sure to check the link out. But I hope that you have a terrific day. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Terrific Teacherpreneur. If you're enjoying the show, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and review on your preferred podcast listening platform. We really appreciate that effort. Come back for more actionable tips and helpful wisdom in the next episode with your host, Alex. Until then.